Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me tonight in a beautiful, frilly red shirt is my good friend Marty. How are we doing this week, Marty? Ah, hanging in there, man. It's uh, It's been a long week already. It's partway through, but it's felt really long, man. Yeah, my days have been kind of short because I know some of the guys at my old job are listening. <laughs> I get up leaving at noon for the last two days, and I leave at noon tomorrow. It'll be my last day at my old job. Then I start a new one on Monday. Oh, it's so sad. Which you part? Know. Me getting off early? <laughs> <laughs> getting out before I do. Yeah. And then completely off on Friday? Yeah. That's well, fr- that's shit. And Saturday and Sunday. Right, right. I, I've always liked my getting off at 10 on Friday, but... Not having to get up at all, that really does trump 10. Yeah. I can't complain. That's that's not bad. <laughs> so how do the people get a hold of us, Marty? Because we didn't just tell everybody, we did change our email address be, yes. just because way too many letters, and people probably have too big of fingers, and it's like the, we probably lost our attention with the email address yeah, right, we had. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we shortened it up a lot. Yeah, just for simplicity's sake, we have shortened it down, and I, th- I think it is a little bit uh, smoother and rolls off the tongue a little nicer. But it is at uh, EOTH podcast at Gmail. And we are still also on uh, the Instagrams posting. Yeah, we did post a bunch of stuff just the other day. Actually. Yeah, some I'd cool seen somebody. Text. I'd seen Marty is actually on Instagram now. I am. But, I am. but we're not going to give away his name. We're That will be kind of a little contest for other people to actually follow us uh, right, podcast. Right. To see if they can figure out who he is on our Instagram page. <laughs> I think it's kind of a giveaway for the big nerds in the thing, because... Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those that I don't think a lot of people know that I'm attached to that. Yeah. The game store knows, because, yeah. well... Yeah. In order to pre-order <laughs> stuff, I have to go through there. Yeah. just like, hey, this is Marty. I need that shit right there. <laughs> yeah, it's been an interesting week, and I'm, we posted some really interesting pictures. Like, we're going to be dealing with, like... Well, uh, Montrose, South Dakota has this huge, huge, awesome, right along the interstate sculpture park. Yep. That's like Wayne Porter, I think, is the artist that does all this work. Yeah, I believe that's... Uh, yeah. We might have to do an episode just on that. If I would get a hold of the guy, maybe we can interview him. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, I have a friend whose sister actually lives down around there, so I can talk to him, see if... Yeah. Maybe get any idea. No, but them, them some of the pictures we prom. It's actually got a Wikipedia page and everything, so... Yeah. Now, some of them are pretty bizarre. Man. Oh, yeah. They're, like, they're cool, but yeah. they are pretty bizarre. Yeah. Not something if I didn't know they were there. It's like I would want to have my headlights hit across. You know what I mean? At, at night, just be like, oh, Jesus. What well, that, that? You ever seen, have you ever seen them? I've seen them one time. Yeah, yeah. And that giant bullhead. Uh, Everybody, the, if you look at that picture, you do not understand the size of that thing. Yeah, no. It's, you can see it from like six miles away. It's crazy. And it looks big then. And thankfully, here on, on this side of South Dakota, it's flat enough you can literally see it from six miles away. <laughs> I can see Marty's house from my back garage, porch. damn near, actually. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about all the other weird shit found in the quad state area. It's either like urban legends or cryptic creatures for like South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, and the people in Iowa. <laughs> we're throwing you a bone, Iowa. <laughs> throwing you a bone. So we'll let Marty start off with what he found for... We'll each go by a different state, then we'll just go from there. Right, and then we'll just yammer on like we uh, want to do. But no, uh, I'm going to start down in Iowa. Let's uh, get that one out of the way. Uh, just going through uh, a lot of this kind of like little urban legends and weird stuff we found through some of these places. Uh, we have in uh, Guthrie Center, Iowa, is a, a sculpture called the Devil's Chair. 
and it is a cement cast chair located in the Union Cemetery there. It's strangely situated between two unmarked graves, which is, let's be honest, that's kind of odd. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. The local legend claims that bad luck, even death, will follow anyone who sits in this concrete chair. So, when is... I'm not going to... Nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> not going there. Not, not going down do the political it. route. I almost did. <laughs> uh, yeah, well... I'm going to say what I was going to say. I wonder how long before Hillary Clinton steals that chair and blames somebody else for dying because she suicided someone. He sat in the devil's chair. That son of a bitch died because of the devil's chair. Well, how does that explain the two bullets of the holes in the back of the head? He committed suicide in the devil's chair. And he chops out with the back of the head twice. When he was handcuffed. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we uh, run over to Fairview Cemetery in Council Bluffs, which place I've been through quite a few times. Not the cemetery itself, but the cemetery. Well, we know like, I mean, your sexual pro activities are. Like, <laughs> you like them when they lay really still and stiff. <laughs> My, I, I'm a zombie fan for a reason. <laughs> uh, but there is a black angel statue located in uh, the middle of this cemetery. It is said to uh, follow people with her eyes and bless whoever touches her with sickness. How is that a... Oh, wait, wait. Bless. They can't use that. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I'm going to bless you with syphilis. <laughs> yeah. I don't even get to have the sex part to have syphilis. What fun is that? How is that a blessing? At least if I had... If I got syphilis from sex, at least I know why I got, I got a little pleasure out of it. Right, right. I had something to, to get out of the deal. Yeah. Technically, I guess you got two things out of the deal, but <laughs> but I, uh, we need we need to start videotaping these to go on YouTube or something because all the motions we're doing and just our goofy ass look. People it, probably, probably we probably get more views. We're like, look at them guys, they're idiots. Look at these morons. It's got to have fuckwits. What are they doing? <laughs> that is that is my new recent word that I've just been throwing out there. Fuckwit. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's also said that uh, the statue flies away at night. I don't know. She, I, I'd actually honestly be more creeped out if it was like a weeping angel kind of situation. Yeah, from, from Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Oh, yeah. man, still one of the creepiest episodes. Well, that's the first thing I picture in my oh, head. Oh, God, yeah. See, because I picture one of them weeping angels and all yeah. that, and I'm like, yeah, no. Just uh, not going to close my eyes. No, get the hell out of here. Yep. What else you got, Marty? Ah, let's see. Hang on, hang on. Back to the grind, folks. Uh, the joys of having children. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I like to say it gets better when they're older, but it really it doesn't. doesn't. I, no, we are, it, we've already established we this in know. previous episodes. Right. It doesn't get better as they get older. It just gets more complicated. So where were you at in North Dakota? Oh, you're in North Dakota? No. Uh, no, we're in Iowa. Oh. Uh, next, we're heading over to Burlington with the uh, Stony Hollow Cliff. Where there is a story there that a young woman named Lucinda committed suicide by jumping off this cliff after suffering a heartbreak. <sighs> Legend says if you climb to the top of the cliff at night and say her name three times, she will appear. And if she drops a rose at your feet, you will die the next day. How come people... What What the hell? Why would, why would you people think, oh, I got her own... <laughs> Follower. See, I wish The Bachelor ended like that. That's, oh God, yes. That would be that would be great. Luckily, oh, get a rose. Luck, ah! Luckily, my wife does not watch that. Oh yeah, no, no, just mine. No. I just, I, I I remember watching other shows that would be on. I don't remember Wheel of Fortune or some shit was on, and I was doing dishes, 
come out and that was on. I made it through about five minutes of that insipid stupidity, and I was just like, no, how is this even on? Yeah, it's like... How do people watch It's like a certain MTV program that has the Flowrider State and the other one, I'm like, uh, how did their... Hopefully none of them breed ever. Yeah, there's a lot of those shows are just an absolute wasteland. Yeah. More more death roses, I say, for all these shows. <laughs> See, now, it would be cool if they told you it was a red or a black rose. Was it a red rose? It just said rose. It just says a rose. Oh, so it could be like a white one. They'd be like, oh, I feel so pure and innocent. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, good. That means we're friends. <coughs> Not yep. so much. All right, next we're going to head over to uh, Vigor's Cemetery in Stratford. Uh, there are Indian buried among the other graves in this place, which is never a good thing. It no. seems sounds to me like they are actually unmarked buried in this place. Yep. Legend says if you desecrate one of the Indians' graves, you will be cursed. Apparently, two people got in a serious car accident within weeks of visiting this cemetery. See, they need to be more specific on desecration. Right, right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you stepped on the grass. Because technically, if you, I don't know what what. Would they consider, quote, unquote, desecration? Right. Well, yeah, what would constitute a full desecration? I mean, like digging up the body, right. knocking on a tombstone, taking a shit on a grave? Yeah, that, you yeah. know, kicking, kicking dirt. Or if somebody says, oh, you bent a piece of gra- grass over desecration. Like, I, I would imagine, I would hope that, that it wouldn't be quite that severe, but <laughs> it's hard to say, man. Yeah, all these urban legends have all that, like, don't do this, don't do that. Right, right. Yeah, it's like the, the rules of horror movies, but in, you know, your hometown. Yeah. I don't think our hometown has any urban legends. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I, I've grown up here. Well, then you have to tell some because I couldn't find any on the beautiful interwebs. Uh, next, I'm going to hit the uh, Black Angel of Iowa City. How many Black Angels does that state need? <laughs> Come on. They don't have much going for them, man. Besides it's corn and... Corn, corn and, fields and having sex with go, the brother and sisters. Go Huskers. I, I don't know. That's Nebraska even. Yeah, they don't even have a good team down in Iowa. They're like a Hawkeyes? Nebraska. Yeah, they're uh, uh, Hawkeyes, yeah. I, I don't watch football, so. I neither do I, but it's certainly not college. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I yeah. just don't. No. But the Black Angel of Brookhaven, you said, or Black Angel? Uh, it's in Iowa City. Iowa City, okay. It's at the uh, Oakland Cemetery. No, okay. Sorry, we're going to sidetrack here. Yeah. Um, the Black Angel of Iowa City, doesn't it also have that statue of Baphomet in it, too, at the state capitol? Yes. And that's in Iowa City, too, right? Um, or did I cut, Or did I jump ahead on that? Uh, you might have hopped ahead oh, on that. Oh, because I'm like... Black angels, two black angels and a statue of Baphomet. What are you yeah. said? Yeah, basically a picture of the devil, right. a statue of the devil, and that's like the city capital. I still think it's still there. Yeah, they, oh yeah, I don't think it's been uh, removed. No. I know of. No, because I find that funny because all these people are like, oh, we need it. It's it's not religious. I'm like, that's the bad thing about America. That's a bad and wonderful thing about America. Right. When you say freedom of religion, that means every religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people forget that. When you say freedom of religion, it means every religion. Right. Either if you don't like it or not, that's one of our mandates for this beautiful country is freedom of religion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether it's uh, you know, the, the Church of Satan or Judaism or whatever it may you may choose, it's, uh, it's, it's your right to go ahead and uh, worship that. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. 
like I said, it is the, the uh, good and bad side of things. There. Yeah, that's not the catch twenty two thing. Uh, oh God, yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm sorry to interrupt you on the Black no, Angel of Iowa City. Uh, yeah, local legend says that if you kiss or, the, or touch the angel, you I will thought you, die. You want to kiss it? I thought that's what I, you just said. It does. It says if you kiss or touch the angel, you will die. Well, I can figure that's easy enough to figure out. If you get some other freak up there kissing it, probably tonguing, you probably get his germs and die of cephalocyocus or right, something. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. No. Uh, it is also rumored that if a pregnant woman walks beneath the statue's outstretched wings, she will miscarry. Oh, that's seems, not funny. Yeah, that seems That's awful, not funny. Man. That's not funny at all. There's, there's no way to put jokes. I mean, there probably are, but not in good taste, taste man. Yeah. That's just awful. I may be giggling, but that's just that's just not funny. Right. Uh, that's Well, that's why it's supposed to, that's why it's supposed to be scary. I guess. Right. I, I suppose I just uh, So Marty, we should get you pregnant we and should. go do this. Well, I feel like I'm pregnant some days, but uh, <laughs> uh next we move to a hounded Haunted house in Clarion. I haven't even been drinking, and I'm all what tonight. Hell yeah, just wonky. Uh, there's a legend about this old house in Clarion, Iowa. The legend says to go upstairs and pick up one of the old photos on the ground, then take the photo photo home with you. Hodor, that's it. what you just Hodor. said. <laughs> take Hodor with you. Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> oh God, bless him. But uh, you, you take the photo home with you and sleep with it. When you wake up, the photo will be gone. When you go back into the house, the photo will be back in the floor where you found it, and there will be a dark figure in the picture. Which is just kind of creepy. But I got nothing. I got nothing. You know. I, I don't know. I have one serious question. Who the fuck would take a photo to bed? Unless you're some teenage who, girl right, with, like, Teen this? Beat magazine. Oh, my God. I can't think of any. Te- I can't think of any right now. Harry Styles, uh, they're Fred Styles. Harry Styles, Harry. Styles. I'm gonna sleep with him, and oh my God, it's gone. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, the days of Tiger Beat magazine, man. Those were good <laughs> days. Many an Alyssa Milano poster I swiped for my sister's Tiger Beats. That's disgusting. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear about that. And oh, just she gee, did. we can blame you for all her mental problems she supposedly has. No, oh, there, there's she's plenty of them that, that I had crushes on that ended up being nuts. That's yeah, just yeah. I, maybe I'm just drawn to that. I think that's what it is. Oh yeah. Uh, we have Urbandale's Uncle Charlie. Is that like from? Oh, what's the fuck's that t- cartoon? Whatever. I, oh, I can't. I'll, it'll pop. Just it, keep going. We'll get, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, supposedly in Urbandale, there's a ghost named Uncle Charlie who you can find running through the woods at night. They say if you take a picture with the flash on, he will show up in the background looking ghostly and gruesome. He's just he's just photobombing your shit, man. He, he's not scary. <laughs> it's not his fault. He looks it's like that guy from fa- Family Guy's current cheese. He can't catch me. <laughs> yeah, I'm naked, covered in grease. <laughs> yeah, naked, deaf, greased guy. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, oh fuck. I can't remember that. You're never going to um, catch me. Oh, that's pissing me off. I can't think of that TV program. King of the Hill. He sounds like uh, one of the guys from King of the Hill. I <laughs> <laughs> guess what? We have another creepy angel statue in Iowa. Fuck Iowa. Man, what the hell, I, They better all be Doctor Who fans. I oh, guarantee I you that's where so. most of their fans have oh, to be from. Well, isn't it? Isn't it like Captain Kirk is from like Davenport, Iowa? Yes. yes. See how Captain Kirk's going to die because the weeping angels are going to kick his ass. There's three of them. There's only one Captain Kirk. But it's the Captain Kirk. 
Oh, I know you've watched Doctor Who a lot. And you know I the know. Weeping Angel Boy. <laughs> I, the I, way he I, pauses, he closes his eyes every time he pauses. He'd be <laughs> fucked after the third word. What are these things? Yes, yeah, so he'd be dead. And dead. <laughs> yep. Bones isn't helping you this time, man. He's not your human crutch. <laughs> All right. There's a legend at uh, Shellsburg Cemetery in Shellsburg. Very creative naming of their cemetery. Yep, yep, yep. That if you walk up to this angel headstone at night, you can hear her softly crying and see tears rolling down her face. I don't really want to try that out. I'm going to be honest. I've been in a lot of cemeteries at night, but there are even headstones <laughs> in there where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm not going I must give one. props out to the Watertown Police Department on the cemetery. I That brought up a story. <laughs> Back in my many younger days before I was settled down and had kids... I had a motorcycle. I had this girl. She had this thing for graveyards. Fucking, she's a freak. Right. I'm like, she's like, can we just go to the graveyard and hang out? I'm like, sure, we can do that. So I get kind of my back of my motorcycle. We go, pulling the one right up, right across from where Bernard just that. that oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we went in there. Yeah. And I'm serious. As soon as I pulled in, there must have been a cop sitting right in running there, oh, no. waiting for somebody to go in there. Right. As soon as I went there, he like followed us, and I'm like, dude, just go away. I've got blue balls here. Let's. I got to take care of some business. He just followed us, and just I stopped. He stopped. Oh and God! No. I'm like, God. So I go leaving. Yeah, nothing happened. Perhaps Highly he frustrated. was trying to stop you from creating a desecration on on a. Uh... That would have never happened. <laughs> No, what are you? T- I would have never desecrated a grave. I'm not right. that type of person. So that, but right on the road here, I you got more creepy angel stories from Iowa yet, or what? I I don't think there is. Uh... I think three is enough for any state, especially creepy angels and a death chair. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm not moved to Iowa. No, no, there's nothing down there that is. See, that's the problem with Iowa. There's nothing but corn, creepy ass angels, and a death chair. Right. That explains a lot of things. <laughs> There's uh, one called the uh, Zodiac Mural in Memorial Union at Iowa State University in Ames. That this one's can't a even... little bit lighter. This is not quite as creepy. I don't know what the name Zodiac. I know. Zodiac see, killer. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. shit, no. We're not in Iowa? No. No, no. But yeah, no, the legend goes if you walk over it, you will fail your next test. But the curse can be reversed by throwing a coin into the fountain outside. It's one of those campus legend things. Kind of like uh, SDSU has the giant campanile, which is like a big lighthouse kind of thing. On You can see it from out of town. The big statue. I thought uh, that was just a phallic penis symbol. It kind of is. Oh, okay. But but there's the, the little rumor legend thing at SDSU, because that, that is where I went, was that uh, every time... A, a female graduates from SDSU, a virgin. They take a brick out of the Campanile. There are no bricks missing from the Campanile. It's one of those kind of things. You're like, oh, Marty, you can't see I stuff know. like that. But yeah, some, there are through... some women out there on the college right. campus that have are women of virtue. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I Funny story. I got uh, talking about Brookings, right? Oh yeah. I don't know if I should say this. I got a my classmate. He went to school in Brookings. Right. And. They have co-ed dorms in Brookings, yep. right? Or they did at one time, yep. many years ago. Like, I don't know what they do now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. But either way, his, you know what his best part of that whole he had for college memories oh, was? Jesus. Was Wednesday night because it was chicken and porn night. <laughs> He'll never listen yeah. to this podcast. Right, right. And I'm so. not saying his name, but this guy, his fondest memory was hanging out in a room with 
several other guys eating fried chicken and porn. That's crazy, man. I'm like, I asked him one time, are you gay? He got fucking belligerent oh, shit. Man, I'm angry. quite blank because I'm like, he told me that story. I'm like, are you gay? He's like, I'm not fucking gay. And I said, are you sure? You're in a co-ed dorm and you're more excited about fried chicken right? and porn night. Yeah, you're sitting in a room full of dudes eating greasy chicken and being like, mm, look at that. No, man. Yeah, that's just, yeah. That's like, Even watching, like, little bits of porn with, with you know, a couple of good friends kind of left me uneasy. You know, it was just yeah. like, ah, I shouldn't be watching this with other people. This is yeah, this is lonely mm-hmm. time. <laughs> or the wifey man, lonely I, time. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like a total nerd now where it was like our big night was like, oh, shit, we got D&D night on Friday, man. It's like a massive 10-person game. I never went to college. I wouldn't oh, it's me. Friday. It's fucking Star Trek Next Generation new episodes. Yeah. Just watch it for rocking. seven of nine. Well, that was even before she existed. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Now because we'd watch all the new ones, that was like the final season going on. A bunch of us would get together, and that was our crazy night, man. <laughs> it seems pretty lame compared to chicken and porn. We're sorry for anybody that's tuned in this podcast and made it this far in our episodes, or if you just this the first one. We are a bunch of nerds. Me and Marty are. And, uh, yeah, it really. Is. We are nerds. We both like D and D, but we talk about crazy shit and we swear a lot. And we're all parents. Yeah. And I, I found out my kids don't like dandy. They think it's stupid, but uh, I don't know. I don't oh think they're my man. kids. That's a heresy. It really <laughs> is. So what else has Iowa got to offer besides Black Angels and right. Death Angels right, so and So these death last chairs. couple are a little bit lighter okay. spirited. The ghost of C.Y. Stevens. Spirited. See what I did there? Yeah. Who? You did say dad. We're puns. The ghost of C.Y. Stevens. Another legend at Iowa State. This one says the ghost of C.Y. Stevens still wanders around the auditorium and can be seen sitting in the back corner of the third row balcony. It is believed that he brings good luck to those performers who see him before a show. That's, That's it? another one of those. I'm box. sorry. If I, if I was a theater thing and I saw him before a show, I'd forget every fucking line I had to memorize. Oh, oh, God, yeah, right, dude. Who's the dude in the 1910 top hat and shit? Oh, he's dead. Outie. I'm outie. Hey, hey, Done. Who started our theater department? Yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am out. I don't care how many times you want us to do Little Chapel Horrors. I'm not <coughs> staying around to do this. Oh, good lord. <coughs> <coughs> Wrong tube. Well, since you did Iowa, I'm going to do the No Dak. Ah. We're going to start off with this is a really good title. I think you may like this. Yeah, of course. The story, this is one, I went online, looked up seven urban legends in North Dakota that will keep you awake at night. Ooh, scary yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. The first title of the song, story is Frozen Stiff and Alive. No. <laughs> in January 1981, a teen, this is actually a true story, but it's also considered an urban legend for some odd reason. Huh. On January 1981, teen John Hillard got caught outside after a car spun out, falling face first into the snow during a 22-degree temp. The temps that night dropped down to 22 degrees. Negative 22 degrees, sorry. And not being found until the next morning, she was taken to the hospital, her skin too hard to pierce with a hypodermic needle, and temperature too cold to register on a thermometer. But miraculously, after three hours after being brought in, her body had managed to thaw out enough to regain consciousness, and she survived. That is absolutely nuts, and that is a true story. It is. I have, I have seen that, that yeah. story of her. Well, that's like they too, like, little, this will actually still some information you guys want. If you're, anybody you fuckers are out there ice fishing, I yeah, that's up to you. I don't like it. Right. But they say if you have fall in the water, always fall into the water of the frozen lake face first. Really? 
because it shocks your body and you take that water into your lungs and you got a better chance of surviving if you can't swim because your body will naturally inhale all that cold water from the shock yep if it's a wives' tale, email us, let us know, but that's what I read in a couple of outdoor magazines. I, I suppose if it's not true, you're probably not alive to tell us that it didn't work, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Hope, hopefully that never happens to anybody. Oh, yeah, no, man. There's a reason I don't climb out onto frozen lakes. Well, I did that's that. I, I, I used to ice fish a lot until uh, about 15 years ago. That's maybe, crazy. Maybe about 20 years ago. I was out fishing on Lake Pelican out here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, this is my tradition. January 1st of every year, I go out, no matter the weather, I go out ice fishing. I just right. don't have an ice shack. I'm out there ice fishing. Drill my two holes. I got my dead stick, which is the Lord just hanging in the water with yep. bait on it. And the other one I'm jigging with, about 15 feet. All of a sudden, I hear this. Sounds like someone's pissing next to me on the snow on the ice. I'm looking around. Oh, weird. Like, weird. what the hell? And I move, and I see up from my bucket, and I step into water. Oh, no. Two inches deep oh, water. No. I'm like... Shit, the lake's heaving. I'm like, my book out of there, and I'm like, I've never been back ice fishing since. Uh, yeah, I refuse no, ice do fish it for me, man. No, I mean, I don't mind fishing, but sitting around on chunks of ice just sounds awful. Yeah, I do everything I can to stay out of the cold when it's winter. Time. I actually like the cold better than I do the heat. Oh, I do too, but I also like to be inside when it's super cold and not sitting on a giant frozen pile of water. Yeah. Well, my second story is the legend of White Lady Lane. This takes place in Walhalla, North Dakota. According to the Walhalla website, there's a legend of a long ago of that long ago a peddler man shot and killed a young woman he fancied after being denied the honor of marrying her by her mother. What fucking sense does that make? Right. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. My mom says I can't marry you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. The peddler attempted to take his own life twice, directly following the murder, but failed both times. Taken from life too early, it is said that the girl's ghost has been spotted wandering near a location known as Eddie's Bridge in a flowing and eerie white gown that she was wearing the day she died. Now, see, that goes back into, like, Lady in White stories. Lady in White. And there are a lot of them, man. I mean, to some extent, I I have to say... I I think I don't not have Lady in the Whites anymore. First of all, stay the fuck away from bridges, because almost every story has a bridge. Right, they're horrible. And spread the legs a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should, have said that. <laughs> I should have said that. But it's done, and you've done it. I know. Oh, well. The next the next story comes from the, the ghost of Custer's house. Oh. We need fishy fingers. Fort Abraham Lincoln State Park near Mandan is home to the location of General Custer's house. Now reconstruction and open tours. Many strange occurrences have been reported um, have been reported from this house, some of which sound downright paranormal. People feeling trapped, feeling a tap on the shoulder with no one there, dishes and candlesticks moved when there is no force to move them, and other strange happenings. The house still runs tours. Huh? I don't think so. See, I don't, I, with ghosts, I don't know. It's just that they got so many weird things. And it's like, I'm skeptic about ghosts. I am, you know, the story about I am, but I'm not because right, right, of an right. incident that happened like yeah. a couple months back. But I don't. It's just my my thing with ghosts. I I love ghosts. I do believe in ghosts. I've dealt with stuff like that. But there's so much different shit that it could be. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this could be something actually in the realm of demonic. This could be just a playback, you know, a residual. This, there, it, there, there's so much we don't know. Yeah, that it's hard to really lock anything down into one specific thing. 
shadow people. I mean, just all of these fall under that same heading of, of ghost or, or spirit infestations. Yeah. And they're all very different. Or it could be like that douchebag Zach Baggins. Oh, Zach God. Baggins. I'm sorry if you folks that listen to this that like him, like, that guy reminds me of some high school jock that just peaked in high school and thought he'd steal the shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I love the show. It's fun. You have to take it with kind of a wink and a nod, especially with some of their earlier ones. It's like, uh, some of that looks a little stagey and bullshit. Yep. But yeah, he's definitely like like a, a frat boy douchebag mm-hmm. who kicks in the door and is like, hey, ghost, what are we doing? I feel bad for Aaron, the one. Well, he's lost a lot of weight now, but he's the, the fat balder dude with yeah, him. Yeah, the, the darker Where he's like, one. oh, yeah, they've, they've seen the cats that have been shredded to pieces and mutilated in that room. Aaron, you're going in that room. And Aaron's just like, oh, fuck me. You're the biggest guy on the... <laughs> you got to go in there because I'm paying you. All right, Zach, I'm going in. <laughs> I feel bad for that poor bastard. See, now, North Dakota, I found out one for a cemetery. They actually have a cemetery that's haunted. The Riverside Cemetery. North Dakota has a cemetery? Yeah, I just thought they just ate their dead. Right. This cemetery is located in Fargo and is apparently known as the most haunted place in North Dakota. It is said if you place an auto recorder device on top of a certain mausoleum... Why don't they tell you which one it is? I hate Hmm. stories like this. The recording will pick up sounds of knocking from inside the mausoleum. Oh, creepy. See, how in the hell do... The mausoleums are like 10 foot tall. Oh, yeah, they're they're ridiculously thick. Yeah, I'm like, how are you going to get that up on top of it without bringing a ladder? I suppose if it's one of those that's more ornamental, I suppose you could climb up. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, that would be desecrating the grave. That seems pretty (laughs) desecrating to me, but... uh, it has been reported that other strange sounds have been recorded in the cemetery as well. We were not going to go down that because we were talking about that, what I did on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> right. This might be one of our raunchier episodes. <laughs> Another haunted place in North Dakota is Bismarck's former governor's mansion. In 1898, former governor Frank Briggs died of tuberculosis in the master bedroom of his mansion in Bismarck, North Dakota. His butler refused to sleep in the house alone after that because he was sure Briggs still remained as a ghost. Most recently, more recently after the house restoration, people claim they hear footsteps on the staircases to the basement and the staircase to the attic and have seen curtains move with no breeze or anyone touching them. Among other creepy disturbances... See, I, I have to believe that he was probably really bad boss to his butler... Because if I had a really great boss and they were still kicking around as a ghost, I wouldn't be that scared to be there and be like, no, nah, no, nah, he's here, he's cool. Now I imagine he was like getting beatings in the night and shit, you know? Yeah. He's like, no, he's but just going to probably... keep doing that and I can't even fight back. <laughs> then I, I didn't know North Dakota actually has a sanatorium. I did not know that. Oh, really? Yeah, this next story is from the San Haven Sanatorium. This huge property once held over 900 tuberculosis patients and later developmentally disabled patients until it closed in 1989. There were concerns of questionable treatments of the patients and stories behind locked doors that may never be told. After it was closed to the public, a trespasser exploring the site fell down an elevator shaft and died. Oh, shit. That's why they have no trespassing signs. Right, right. That should have been your first clue. The trespasser's ghosts and that of many others are said to haunt the rundown facility to this day. Yeah, so, you know, sanitariums, man, there's... Especially when you get into some of those older ones where there was a lot less regulation on, on how shit went down Well, for there. example, Waverly. Waverly Hills, yeah. It's probably yeah. the biggest one in the U.S., yeah. I would say, as far as most The most famous. known, known about it. And, and there's been circles. enough 
footage come out of there that I can't really. Oh, be that like, little oh. creepy like half dude. Yes, right uh, across there. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of footage that's come out of there where it's like, man, there's something going on there. You, it's not all bullshit. Yeah. Some of them, it's like, oh, we heard these noises. Well, it's also been, you know, a habitat for raccoons and possums for the last two decades. Yeah. So it could be anything. But yeah, no, there, there's been so <coughs> much, just straight up audio. Sorry about that, folks. We're not going to try and make this a regular thing on our podcast where we take pauses in the middle of a conversation. It's, just a, it's been an off couple of weeks. Yeah, it has been. Just got stuff going on and found out found out that if you mix okra, Brussels sprouts, corned beef, leftover steak, General Tao's chicken sauce, and you make a hot dish out of it, which I would call bachelor chow. It has a tendency to come out of you when you, out of you, when you least expect it. I'm not going to gamble with something like that. <laughs> I mean, it does sound pretty good. Actually, it was really good. It doesn't sound bad. Yeah, but it catches up with you 24 <laughs> hours later. Effects. Yep. It's kind of like enjoying Burger King meal. It's like, oh, this is so good. Till like an hour later, and my stomach's like, why did you? Or Applebee's. I'm sorry, Applebee's does that to me all the time. I, I haven't been to Applebee's in so long. I think a few years. I think Russ, but. The last thing North Dakota has, well, second to last thing, is the Mini Washtu. It's actually also known as the Missouri River Monster. A large creature covered in red buffalo-like hair with a single eye and horn above it. A spine long and jagged, and a spine long and jagged sticking out of its back. The legends say that if the creature is seen during the day, whoever saw it will go insane and die shortly after. No shit. If I saw that in the river, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Either no, that or I, or I probably, well, no, me, I'd probably go back and, can I catch it with the fish? Yeah, right. Can I right. catch it with the hook? In the spring, it supposedly travels up and down the river and breaks the ice. Maybe it's best not to visit Missouri in spring. <laughs> <laughs> right. The Missouri River in spring. Jesus. Yeah, no, that would uh, be low-key horrifying to just see that breaking up through the ice in there. It's like, what's that? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's a sturgeon. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's a sturgeon. Yeah. Good no. God. We don't have sturgeons. Oh, we do. Uh, yeah, I got we? some. Yeah, we got sturgeons. Yeah, ugly, ugly monster. Now, this is going to, this next story I'm bringing up from South Dakota. I mean, North Dakota, sorry. <laughs> I live in South Dakota. As we brought this up in our UFO episode. This was uh, Sandra Larson, like in night, August 26, 1975. Sandra Larson, her boyfriend, and her daughter, Jackie, were driving to Bismarck, North Dakota. Where they saw these orange globes, orange robes descend from the sky and all that. Well, this article I found, because I typed in Urban Legend, this actually came up. It's called The Alien Meccano Mummy of North Dakota. Crazy. I will post a picture on Instagram of yeah, this thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's really freaking creepy because Sandra Larson and her boyfriend and her daughter were supposedly, they have missing time. And I actually found the picture that she drew of it. This is the picture, and it's just straight up creepy. Right, yeah, it it's, really is. It's kind of indescribable yeah it's like it looks like a metal toy kit similar to um erector set yep. if anybody's old enough to remember them but mechano i looked that up and actually that's a big thing it's probably like the new version of erector sets yep picture them as the arms with like 90 degree bends on it right. with, with like little pointy things on the end then the rest of it's wrapped in brown vinyl like a damn mummy yeah it's actually i'm gonna definitely post that picture on oh god yeah, no, it's yeah on instagram on it's 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 weird man it is yeah. a weird weird drawing well that's all north dakota's got what do you got next sorry north dakota yeah oh i missed the one there's one so i forgot they'll probably yell at me if anybody from north dakota is listening nope there's not nope no one from north dakota <laughs> on our map yet. not yet we forgot the devil's lake monster oh i totally forgot that and i don't know where i misplaced that article on my computer i don't right. know where it's at 
we'll we'll add that in on the next episode. Right. So yeah, as I say, yeah, because I don't know enough the details off the top of my head to be like, nah, I'm gonna spout this out to you. Well, I could, I, but could, yeah. I, I want to have a little bit better details. All right. It, so yeah, that uh, that is a cool story, man. Yep. So now you got. Uh, uh, we're heading to South Dakota. Home lines here. What? South Dakota. Yeah. Our homelands. Oh. That's where we're well, we said it all weird and crap. I do. Uh, first one we're going to go on here is uh, the Gitchy Manitou. Uh, it's one of the places you always hear about, but can never bring yourself to visit, at least out at night. It's technically located in Iowa, but uh, the legends run all over the eastern part of South Dakota as well. Uh, 1973, four Sioux Falls, South Dakota teens were murdered while camping at the Gitchy Manitou. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, because I remember I. Yeah, the I park was, was also an Indian burial ground. Yep. So yep. you know, here we go. Yeah, desecrating the ground. <laughs> and it is uh, closed after dark, but a lot of people end up getting in there anyways and testing them. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and this write-up actually gives a an address for it too, if you wanted to get really? in there. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Huh. Yeah, right there in Larkin. Because that was actually a pretty bad murder during the 70s. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Because there's, yep. there's, there's just recently a book that came out. Yep. Well, there's, I know there's a book. I don't know how long it came out. And it's actually pretty bad what happened. And it's pretty effed up what happened. Yeah. It's, uh, not going to get into it on here. But, yeah, it's a pretty brutal. It's yeah. pretty nasty. Yeah. And just, I'm sure, tying that in with where it's at yeah. has really helped grow that legend of, oh, yeah. Jesus, if you go in here. Yeah, bad shit's gonna happen to you. Even though it's a psycho, but still, <laughs> that's where those legends grow from, man. Yep. Uh, the next one is actually right in Sioux Falls. It's uh, the Ghost of the Orpheum <coughs> Theater downtown. They actually just a couple years ago redid that entire place. Uh, let's see. Said to be haunted by a ghost named Larry. Legend has it, Larry's a man who danced with a woman whose husband was away fighting in a war. That's a bad no-no, man. Yep. Plus, he had a bad name, Larry. Well, Larry was probably Larry, very, Larry was probably considered a very uncommon name back in, right. on, in certain eras. I always find it funny. Actually, for a while, I was working with a girl. They were in their 20. But that was like her favorite name. She's like, I just love that name. I'm like, why? Do you want that kid to be picked on all right? the rest of his natural it's, life? It's Larry. It just sounds good. I'm like, oh, sweetie, no. No, no, <laughs> no, no. it doesn't. If your name is Larry and you listen to this, we're not making fun of it. We're just saying. No, man. It's just, you know, it's it's not what I expect. A, a, a me and Marty's kids all have normal names to a point. To a but, point. Yeah, but we're not naming our kids, like, after colors, like blue. Right. Or a direction on a compass, northwest. <laughs> uh, just cracks me up. But yeah, when the husband returned, it said that he killed Larry because of his, you know, dalliances with his wife. So did he kill him in the theater or outside the theater? Well, I think or? it was just he was there all the time. Oh. Uh, Dead air. Yeah, no, uh, the ghost of Larry exists in the theater to this day. It sounds like he might have killed him right there. That's the only thing. Because when they had, because back then they had like big ballroom dances and all that shit in there that's like uh, that reminds me of it. <laughs> every time we talk Mario brings up I remember stories this is like happened like three weeks ago we were downtown 
And I got in a discussion with one of my wife's friends, and he's like, I told him about the harbor, how the harbor, the oh, harbor yeah. bar before, uh, where the harbor bar right now is used to have the longest bar in the state of South Dakota yep. before some asshole chopped it in half and thought he could make two bars out of it. Yeah. But either way, this bar has a ghost in it. And I've heard the ghost. I've heard other people say they heard it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, my I question is, there's an apartment complex there. The harbor burnt down. Yes. My question is, is the ghost still in the apartment complex or is it gone? I, I don't know. Uh, I actually, I think my daughter knows somebody that is in one of those really. They're, It'd be the ones crime. way back yeah, to the wrong. east yep. side. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Check her that see out. if she can find out. Because, yeah. yeah, no, I've, I've heard stories. Of, I've known a lot of people that work there, and, and I've heard stories of noises and just weird shit late at night in there, yeah. 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah, it's not, un, it's not unusual for bar people to be in the bar, especially ones if you're oh, yeah, there. We're the, we, sometimes we're there till like 3. I've been there till 4 o'clock oh, yeah. in the morning before yeah. just stocking the beer back up yep. for all you alcoholics coming back there the right, next day. Right, the very next day. Cleaning up the broken glass, yep. wiping off tables. And some of you are saying, the tables were never wiped off in the harbor. Yes, they were at one time. I'm just <laughs> sorry they're chronically sticky. <laughs> Sadly, yes, that was post-cleaning. Yeah. yeah. The smell of pee everywhere. Yeah. It's just part of the, the glory of what that bar was. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, hearing a lot of people hear Larry whistling Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star. And if you hear that, it's considered a good luck charm on opening night if they're doing a performance at the theater. And not a reason to completely flip out. It's a good thing when he when you hear that Twinkle, Twinkle whistled off out of nowhere. Or you're having an aneurysm. Yeah, or you might be, you know, <laughs> just having something seriously wrong with you. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. So what else you got for us? Uh, let's see, the, the 1880 train, I don't know if you know that, it's a West River. Uh, it still runs. They do big tours on it. Run from town to town up there. That'd be kind of cool, I think, to run yeah, that it, train. It, it, it yeah. is neat to do once. Yeah. It's, it's a long, kind of boring trip. But it is kind of cool just to go That's why there. you and me would be fine. We just bring our book right, and just, just like, hang okay. Yep. You two together? Well, yeah, technically, but we haven't talked for like 30 minutes. Yeah, we're reading. <laughs> Lose alone. I'm in a good part Don't of the chapter. Me, man. But yeah, it uh, runs through Hill City and it's rumored to be another one of the most haunted places in South Dakota. While some of the train cars are used at the current tourist attraction, many remain abandoned. Some employees have specifically mentioned seeing a man, a man standing in the back of the eating car only to be gone seconds later when they turn back. That's, and that's one of the uh, abandoned ones that's sitting off on yep. the tracks, not yep. part of the uh, running. Which would be kind of weird to see, but, I mean, you think about how many people were in and on those things yep. for how long. True. So there's yeah. always a chance of residual. Right, and that's what so. I would imagine it is. It's just a residual dude working there on the eating car, and that's just a yep. playback loop of where he was. Yep. Oh, let's see. Uh, we have the Spirit Mound near Vermilion. That place, I've heard, I've read up on that. Yeah, I've never <laughs> been down there. I mean, I've been in Vermilion, but I've never been out to this. We should go there. Dude. We, we got so many places we're going to go to right. eventually in this podcast. And just, and just even here in the state. I yeah, mean, just uh, we're just going to do like, cool if we could do some stuff, if we start doing videos and that, it's just going right. to be statewide. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little bit into trips. Minnesota, not Maybe. Iowa. Maybe. Maybe. We can even go to North Dakota, too, where that guy, or that cop hit that UFO. Oh, in Marshall check County. That out, man. Heck yeah. Yep. They sold the car. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's in a museum, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yep. But no, uh, Spirit Mound is uh, 
long been awed by Native Americans. It's said that uh, when you try to hike up the mound, little devils will, <coughs> arrows will attack you. This legend was not documented until about 1804, but seems to have existed long before then. So it's kind of one of those where they don't really go messing around with it. Yep. Did it mention there that Lewis and Clark made mention of it in their journals? No, no. Actually, Lewis and Clark, if you look up, if you really dig into it, Lewis and Clark actually mentioned the spirit mounds in Vermilion. Oh, man, that's cool. And they said, like, if the little tall thing, little short thing shot you, their arrows would shoot you and you'd fall asleep, like oh. tranquilizer darts. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's crazy. There was a lot of stuff, man. Lewis and Clark, there's a lot of little weird out-in-the-middle-of-nowhere stories of stuff that they yeah. said they ran into. Well, you know Vikings have been to Corona, South Dakota, right? Oh, they got rune stones. They found rune stones up in some guy's pasture with Nordic writing on it. Oh no! From shit. Vikings, dude, that's <laughs> it's got the lichen on every the lichen or whatever the little yeah, hard yeah. moss. And they're like, yeah, this is real. Uh, that's nuts, dude. Because I know even when I was are you making real, a list of the places we got to go? I, we're gonna have to. Yeah, Jesus. We'll do that off air. Right. No. Uh, the whole old Vikings thing. When I was real little, I know there was always mention of Leif Erikson. Uh, maybe they were here. And when I was a kid, I was like, nah, no. But, dude, the more shit we found on stuff, it's like, man, I, it, I think it's impossible that they didn't get over here. Yeah. I mean, they were tra- as they good were the, as they were. They were, ex- they were explorers, yeah. I mean, it's, I know a lot of times people just think of Vikings as just marauding raiders. But they weren't. They had a massive culture. They were very good seagoing. They figured out some of the earliest. And you could easily get to South Dakota from the ocean here too if you just go oh, through yeah. the Great Lakes. Yeah, it's not it's that far. Not that far. Over. And they were well known too. We're going to be guys now a history lesson here, but Vikings were well known to carrying their boats on their back. They had oh, a yeah. crew. They 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 were big, but they were light, and they were able yep. to be carried over land. And that's, I, I like I said, the older I got, the more stuff I saw, the more it made sense that why wouldn't they have been here. Yep. It seems stupider to think that they would not have been over here with just the stuff we've seen. You've been up on the East Coast yeah. finding old rocks that have been underwater. Obviously, were not recently faked. No. And it's like, no, oh, that shouldn't exist here because, you know, the, the, the native people up there weren't doing that. That is no. very clearly, you know, Nordic-related stuff. True. But it's crazy. But I, yeah, oh, that'd be interesting to go see. It will be. You have to wear your pink tutu, though. That's the only thing. It even says in a sign on there. It says, anybody with the name Marty has to wear a pink dress. I I can probably do that. Okay. I like pink. We're good. (laughs) Uh, One of South Dakota's more famous urban legends is the Devil's Gulch. It's said to be the place where Jesse James and his horse jumped over a ravine that is 60 feet deep and 20 feet wide. Uh, You truly have to stand at the bottom of this chasm and look up where he jumped to understand actually how big that jump is now is that in sioux falls or really close to sioux falls i believe I want, it was down there yeah around like palisades or yeah, yeah yeah over by yep yeah yeah over in garrettson yep yep but yeah now you think about it dude that's 20 foot straight across is is a that's a long big, way for a big animal a thousand yeah, pound animal i don't care how fast they're going man that is huge and it's not like he, he didn't have, you know, his full saddle, all of his other bullshit on him, too, yep. adding on to that horse. It, that's pretty impressive jump, man. That is oh, yeah. nuts. It's also impressive how much area Jesse James covered in his time. Dude, he was in so many freaking states just doing his crazy Jesse James shit. Yeah. I just love it. Why do you think they got a singer named after him and the song oh. Jesse James? And... Right. 
absolutely crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Next, we are heading over to the Hotel Alex Johnson. A hotel so surely haunted, they actually advertise it right on their website. <laughs> Which makes me go, mm, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Might be worth a night's stay. I don't really yeah. know. It's not as good as that Holiday Inn. Oh? I'm just, I don't know. I've never <laughs> been there. <laughs> uh, let's see. They said, uh, you can come take a tour or stay at the Haunted Mansion. One of the main ghosts claimed to be seen here is the hotel's namesake, Alex Johnson himself. It said he comes around to make sure the hotel is still running well, which seems like a good boss to me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. If you want to experience one of the creepy South Dakotas, you can book it right there on their website. And I have an address. It's out in Rapid City. Uh, I've been by that place. I've never been in it. I know they've done different stories. I think even way back on... Uh, the old, old, old Unsolved Mysteries. I think they did a story. Oh, well, they might have, yeah. But it, with that guy with the creepy voice, he's like, yeah. you know shit's going to go down once his voice comes on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Robert Stack's going to kill somebody. People are dying. All right. Uh, let's show. All right. Next we have, uh, let's see. Original hunting ground for the Dakota Sioux Native American, Sichi Hollow, literally has evil in its name. The name Sicha was assigned to the area by the first natives to visit the location, which means bad or evil. It is thought that a Bigfoot-type man inhabits the woods, corroborated by the fact that in the 70s some people went missing in the area, never to be seen again. We are not saying that is actual fact, because no. I been in contact with some people. Yep. There's some strange shit that goes on at Sichi Hollow, but nobody from that era can actually remember some hikers going missing. Right. I'm digging personally into that deeper to figure that out because yeah. I want to know if that's true or not. Yeah, it's, and it's when I find those, out, like, that's something that would make around here, that'd be like headline paper for oh, like yeah. two weeks. Because that, that's, that's a story, one of those that we've heard, because we're not that far from that area. It's 45 like, minutes. What, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour drive. And I've been up in there, not at night. But I've been up in It's, it's that area. really a primal place. I've actually it's, hiked through there. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. I've been through there during the day, and it's it's impressive, and it's yeah. it's and it's crazy. a real it's a really sacred sacred place for the First yes. Nations people, because uh, if you walk through this area in this Sichi Hollow, you'll see like medicine drums just propped up against oh, a yeah. tree yep. with the hand drum. Do not touch it. Yeah, do, do not, not touch that stuff. That'd be very desecration because yeah. Native Americans they may think the place is evil, but they leave stuff out there to appease it right and yeah now that's uh, yeah then you will see stuff all over the place man mm -hmm. and it just looks like it's oh they threw that over there no it's there for no, a reason it's, it's been put there it yep. is obviously it's it's not a you know old mountain dew bottle laying there it is it is an artisan artifact that they have put there they have made themselves put the time into it and it is there for a purpose yep yeah Best thing you can do is just go. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. And then yeah, just, and keep just keep walking, going. man. You just do not mess with it. Now yeah. that is a place that is. It's really steeped in lore. In that there's a it lot. Is. There's been a lot of like, I've, I've been told certain stories where there's right. a hunter. I may have mentioned this before in a different episode, but there's a hunter there. He found a deer 14 feet up in a tree. Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but we've talked yeah. about it before. Yeah, and there's also a part two. There's also there's a kind of a lake that butts up against it. Yep. And a body was found dismembered in a garbage bag, so there's a lot of strange... Yeah, that. Yeah, there's strange stuff that's going on. There's a lot of people that have gone missing from up in that area. Yep. And not just First Nation people. There's been, like, whatever, oh, how you want yep. to say it. Every There's been people missing up there, and it's just a weird, weird spot. 
uh, like I said, growing up around here, we've always heard different stories of weird things going on up there. And you always said, oh, man, we should go up there camping and, you know. Everybody backs out. Go, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm down for this. I'm not even that huge a camping thing. I wouldn't go camping up there. I'd go do my glampy thing where I have my camper. I'm not yeah, going right, to sit right, in a damn right. tent. Yeah, uh, yeah, not there, man. Not. I don't know if I would up there. So I want at least uh, eighth inch piece of steel <laughs> protecting me. me instead of a piece of cloth. Right, right. Yeah, because there's just <laughs> if something's gonna some, kill me, I want right. I want some, a little warning so I can pee my pants before I die. And there, there is some super odd stories, man. Oh yeah. Dealing with uh, anything from like spirit type stuff to actual physical embodiments of yeah. whatever messing with people. That is true. There's a lot of stories from CG Hollow. Uh, yeah, it's it's a place I would another one I would like to throw on the list that we want to get to. Well, just to go up and check. I just the only thing we make sure you check each other for wood ticks afterwards. Oh, so yeah, no, very heavy. Oh, heavy. <laughs> what else does South Dakota got to offer us? Uh, we have our own spook road. I think almost every that, state has a spook yeah, road. But that the spook road I think you're talking about is down by Geechee Manitou too. Yeah. It's pretty yep. much yeah. yeah, it's down the uh, Brandon yep. area. Yep. Same kind of area. Uh, let's see. There are many theories about the road, including one that claims if you drive away from town and count the number of turns, then drive back and count them, you'll end up with different numbers. Uh, as many cars have wrecked on this road, which often leaves uh, drivers with an unsettled feeling driving down that stretch of road. Uh, while some people believe Spook Road is mere folklore, others will defend it to the end. With uh, some of them have even created a Facebook group just about the spooky road in Brandon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's one of those that every state I think has some weird section of road that yeah. people don't want to touch. See, I got a cure for that. They do this in the uh, Smoky Mountains. I, when I drove, when I left here to go down to my military base down at Fort Polk, Louisiana, I drove through the Smoky Mountains at uh, night. Dumbest thing in the world you could ever uh, do, folks. Don't ever drive through the Smoky yeah, Mountains at night. Fine. But the funny thing is, they have like. At the top of the mountain, I can't remember. Either way, there's a sign saying, so many people have died coming down this mountain. I'm like, why the fuck do you put that shit on there? It's like, a thousand people have died coming down this mountain. I don't want to know that. I, I want the one at the bottom is like, hey, you're not a thousand and one. You yeah. know, that's what I want to see. Like, oh, what do you mean I by I want the that? positive note, not the right. negative note. And that I was actually doing that. I drove in there at night. And I was going up the mountain, you know. And this this is a highly trailed. Semis go up and down. Oh, so yeah, right, yeah. Lateral. Well, here I am. I'm going down the mountain. I'm almost, I can read the serial number off the truck's license plate in front of me because I got a truck behind me that can read the serial number off my ass oh, end. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, we're going through this town. We're going like 70, and it's only like 55. And all of a sudden, I just, I see a gas station like a quarter mile up. And I just, I pull full feet off oh. in this empty gas station, oh, slam on the brakes, and they just go, Vroom. and I'm like, oh, no, screw that. Yeah, because I'm like serious. I'm like, the, I'm driving a little S10 pickup, too. Right. They wouldn't even stop if they would have hit me. Oh, no, no. They'd just <laughs> run right over you. Oh, yeah. Knock you right out of the way, and you're oh. gone. Yep. Uh, we did have one more here from South Dakota. This one is uh, actually out in Rapid City as well. Uh, famous ghost out there called Hookie Jack. In life, his name was John Leary, but after a mining explosion in the 1800s, he lost both of his arms and one eye. That's right, folks. <laughs> Hooky, not Lucky Jack here. So, uh, <laughs> his arms were replaced with hooks, hence the nickname Hooky Jack. He became a Rapid City police officer, but tragically died after being struck by a car in 26. 
I wonder if that's actually true. I, was, I just found that story and I gave it yeah, to you. Yeah, man. I want to kind of dig into that, man. Yeah, because that's, that's cool. But he's that, a ghost now? Yeah, he's apparently what a ghost. What kind of severance package or retirement package is for a retired ghost? Come on. Right. Well, I you still out there? Just that'd be a cool cartoon. I'm Hooky Jones, and I'm gonna bust your ass. <laughs> Cause I'm a ghost, and you can't hurt me. And let me have you sign this. Oh God, I've got no hands. Oh, poor bastard, man. Uh, now his spirit is said to haunt his former residence, which has since been converted into a tavern. What? That's why is it we end up with bars? That, that was, are, the Black Hills are just creepy. full of them. Uh, according to legend, uh, Hooky Jack lived on the third floor and can still be heard roaming up there today. Employees don't even like to venture to that floor unless they have to. And many uh, employees have actually refused to work closing shifts because of the voices rattling, all kinds of sounds that can be heard upstairs. Uh, strange flashing lights and spirit orbs have been caught in the security cameras of the, the bar. And multiple witnesses have seen chairs, tables, and uh, the pool balls moving around the table on their own. And a few bartenders have even claimed to have seen a figure sit at the end of the bar out of the corner of their eye, only to look up and see nobody there. Yeah, I, I can hear that because, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, there, there's a lot of bars that end up having creepy, creepy shit, man. Oh, yeah. Like, just... And, and I don't know well, that's, why it's a, sometimes. It's just because that's where everybody goes. I don't I care. Suppose, yeah, it's a lot of energy. That's a, like as I was also for I was bartender for a few years, and it's just like that's a bartending job. Everybody thinks oh, bartending is fun. It is good to a point, but when you're sitting on that side where everybody else is drunk and you're not, oh yeah, it gets annoying some days. But like with the bartending, you can expect, and every day you get every type of crowd. You get somebody who's mad, sad, happy. Right. Every any emotion, you'll have somebody in the bar that covered that emotion. Yeah. And I know I've gone to the bar when, when my grand when my grandfather died, and there was like 15, 20 of us, and we just drank and drank and we laughed, cried, whatever. Yep. But there's a lot of energies in bars because oh, yeah. it's a place to congregate. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. So if a place is going to be on it, I would say it would be a bar. Right. Yeah. Because most bars got really good whiskey. Uh, <laughs> and beer. Like yeah. yeah, no, places like that and, uh, like, hospitals, places like that where you're going to see a lot of death. And there, again, there's a lot of emotional energy there, I think, do seem more likely to me when someone throws me a story of, like, oh, at this hospital. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm much more likely to believe That's that. like where our friend Jason has his studio. Oh, yep, yep, Our yep. friend Jason, he does a podcast called Sinless in Seattle. Yep. And it's based on the Shadowrun gaming series. So if yep. you like Shadowrun, the game, he does a thing called Sinless in Seattle. He's on Spotify and Apple and all that. But the place where his studio at used to be a former tanning place. But the tanning place is part of an old hospital that closed yep. up and now it's apartments. And there's some funky stuff that's gone on oh, yeah. in that apartment, in that old hospital. Even when it was a hospital, I had that actually worked up there as a nurse in that hospital and there were stuff i don't think us kids were supposed to hear those stories when they were talking about them but yeah there was a lot of weird shit that she saw even when it was still as a hospital yeah. just stuff moving doors popping open and closed yeah. just some crazy crazy shit oh yeah so that's it for south dakota that is all we got for south dakota all right well that's all we got for the night folks no just kidding yes. we still got we still got to do minnesota and the bike queens uh, so, so we'll start off with a really happy one. We'll start off with the Lake Pepin Serpent. Uh, We've all heard of Scotland's Loch Ness Monster, but have you ever heard of the serpent that lives in Lake Pepin or Peppy or whatever? She is called sometimes called Peppy, and has been spotted swimming around the lake for decades. But if there's one favorite swimming spot, if it's one of your favorite swimming spots, don't worry, Peppy is friendly. I'm sorry, a big fucking dinosaur. Right. No. 
I, I don't care if, if it's some kind of landlocked, you know, fucking eel. I don't really care, man. I don't want anything that big swimming in water. No, I know. I'm got, I got, I got, I'm just full of stories now because every time we talk about something, it right. brings something up from my past. When I was stationed at Fort Polk, Louisiana, uh, and I was in the Army, yep. I know I've told you this story. Oh, yeah. I can't swim. I'll tell these people listening. I cannot swim a lick. I swim like a rock. I just sink. Because like you heard from the other episodes, I talk about going to Jamaica. Right, I'm right. like I'm going in the water, even if I can't swim. <laughs> but this was in Louisiana, and my friend, my buddy Ashley, it's a guy, and he was out. He's from Georgia, or Mississippi, or something. And we're out fishing, and I'm just standing like waist high in the water, not thinking anything of it, you know. And he's over there, about 20 yards away, swimming, doing his thing. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, like 15 feet in front of me, I see something come out of the water, and see big ass fucking scales. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna get eaten by an alligator. And I get up back out of the water as fast as I can. Right. And Ashley's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I seen something with big scales like this. I'm mean, describing this what I saw like yep. for two seconds. It's like, oh, that's not a gator, that's a gar. I'm ah, like, that's even worse. Right. I was gonna say, I don't know if that's any better than than a a freaking alligator, man. Yeah, the alligator gars are probably oh horrifying. Oh yeah. my god, they are a terrifying bitch. Have you never seen one just? Type in That's why I don't learn how to swim because of all the weird shit in the water. Right. Oh, man, no. No. Oh, God, yeah. No, T- type that name in on any Google image search. And it'll pull up pictures of an alligator gar. It's just the main right. I don't want to be in the water no. with anything like that, man. We're Next up we're going to talk about in Minnesota is the Gray Cloud Island. The story of Gray Cloud Island is well known is a well-known Minnesota urban legend. In this little community just south of the metro area, which would be, they mean Minneapolis, yep. Many claim to have been followed by a mysterious white pickup truck that later disappears. Another common sight is of a man wearing a flannel shirt holding a hunting rifle. He appears random at random times and seems to be translucent. Many naysayers claim they are merely locals going about their business, but the rumors persist. Hmm. See, but that's funny because the flannel, that's what picks out in my head on this right. one. Because there's now, across all these paranormal circles, it's reports of the flannel man. Yes. Yeah, that is relatively new. Yeah. Ah, yeah, interesting. Then we also got the Dead Man's Trail of Minnesota. The Dead Man's Trail goes back a long ways, this legend does. But there's no consensus on the exact story. The most commonly told urban legend about this place is, however, is that... (laughs) That is at a Native American who lost her baby in the waters of the Russian River. When she saw her baby had been washed away, she cursed the thief river today. Cursed the thief river today to said that she wanted to trail looking for her lost child. And if you listen closely, you can hear her cries. I don't want to hear those cries. <laughs> no, no. How come we can't get any happy type urban legends? All right. Oh, wait, we did pick out creepy shit. Uh, very, very true, very true. I don't hear the, the, the urban legend of the snuggly kitten that comes out of bushes at you and just purrs and snuggles and then disappears. That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of boring. No one would listen to us if we talked oh, about I that. Want that then you also have the hairy man of Vargas Trail. I knew a guy that by the name of Vargas at one time, and he was hairy. So maybe this... Uh, yeah, figure out where he's from. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, the hairy man of Vargas Trails... This area is just south of the Detroit Lakes. The small town of Argus has gotten a lot of attention for one particular urban legend. So much, in fact, that it was featured on sci-fi's haunted highways. The hairy man of Argus Trail has been fascinating or horrifying, depending on who you are. People in the area for decades have said to have said to be seen an eight-foot-tall, and 
A hairy man at Safe Patel and often blamed for strange animal deaths. He wanders the woods surrounding Vargas and many claim run-ins with the creature over the years. Uh, I do remember that on Haunted Highways, actually. I don't... I remember that was like one of them short-lived programs. Yeah, it wasn't on very there. long. It, was, it, was, it had some cool stuff. Yeah. Right? I do one on skinwalkers and just all kinds of oddball stuff. But it was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun show. Yeah. Now we're going to get... This is... <laughs> Has any, if anybody has listened to like paranormal podcasts and that and true life, you've probably heard of this: the smiley face killings. Uh. Supposedly, this theory begins in Minneapolis, in Minnesota. A popular a popular conspiracy theory holds that the national network of serial murderers, dubbed the smiley face killers, have been bra- have been preying on college age white men in northern states for decades. The theory postulates that the killer or killers nat in Nabs inebriated frat boys tied from outside the bar and dumps their body in frigid waters to destroy the evidence. But they always leave a calling card to haunt police, a prominent smiley face painted or drawn on a surface at the body's dump site. See, yeah. yeah. <laughs> most, most, deaths, <laughs> most deaths attributed to the smiley face killer have been ruled accidental drownings. But one of them, the one that led private investigators to codify this theory, happened in Minneapolis, and that was later determined to have, in fact, been a murder. On Halloween night, 2002, University of Minnesota student Chris Jenkins was kicked out of a bar in Minneapolis and vanished without a trace. His body was found four months later, encased in ice in the Mississippi River, face up with his hands folded across his chest, and still wearing his Halloween costume. His death was initially ruled an accident, but persistence by his parents and a tip from a criminal informant got Jenkins' death ruled a homicide. And that's when New York-based private eye Kevin Gannon and Anthony Durante, both former NYPD detectives, arrived seeking connection to another case they had been working on. Similarities in the two MOs led them to uncover a pattern of mysterious drowning deaths involving college students all along the I-94 corridor in Minnesota, Iowa, and Wisconsin. In many of these cases, a creepy smiley face has been painted on a tree or other surfaces near where the victim's bodies were discovered. And so on. The smiley face killer theory was born. Gannon and Durante believe the highly organized group of killers are targeting college men across several states and have racked up body counts up, up to more than 40 people. Jesus. Yes, that's one of those things, man. When it was first coming out, there's just enough reality to it to lend that credence that that is well even david polite he's like the last episode he's mentioned this too that some people have tried to tie the smiley case fillers killers in with the 411 right and i i don't know like, like i said we, we did with 411 there are some of them are obviously accidents some of them i do think are nabbed and killed but there's just too many of them to be you know coincidental yeah being, it, it would have to be a massive group of serial killers if you're going to be taking care of all of that area, plus all your own stuff up north. I know but this, yeah, no, this, this crazy. episode started to turn down a dark road, but like, here's, what's that movie? There's actually a movie out there. I cannot remember the name of it. It's about a serial killer, not Dexter, a serial killer that actually hunts down other serial killers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's... Uh, it's zero-something, I want to say... Yep. S- this oh, is actually a really good psychological drama yep. if you get a chance to watch it. Because this guy, the serial killer actually is in the FBI. Yeah. And he actually hunts, and that's that's what he likes to do. He gets off by killing other serial yep. killers. Yeah, he, he gets in there, has his job, which yep. allows him to be in the position to kill people, which is, you know. What he likes. Yeah. You know, but he only targets serial killers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the full name of it. I know it's yeah, something I've with zero. It, yeah, I've seen it. It's really, really good. good. Okay, I'm going to ask you this question, Marty. What's the strangest animal you think that's ever been seen in Minnesota? Ooh. Um, Besides the loon. Like, like real creature? Yeah. Or, yeah. Ah, God, I know they've got possums and just wonky shit like that, too. I honestly don't know, man. How about uh, phantom kangaroos? Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> phantom kangaroos. <laughs> got big old Joey. Joey's going to jump on you. Oh, my God. The Phantom Kangaroos of Coon uh, Rapids, Minnesota. Now, for hell? anybody who doesn't know, if you're from Minnesota, you know where Coon Rapids is. Right. It's a suburb of Minneapolis. One of the strangest North American cryptids is the Phantom Kangaroo. This mysterious marsupial does more than hop and box. And also, it also possesses supernatural powers, including glowing eyes and the ability to vanish into thin air. Many sightings of the phantom kangaroos occurred over over the years, and one of the largest clusters of sightings happened in Coon Rapids, Coon Rapids, Minneapolis, whatever, Minnesota, yeah. over the course of a whole decade. Nineteen between nineteen fifty seven and nineteen sixty seven, a dozen people reported encounters with aggressive ruse, dubbed Big Bunnies. Wow. Who managed? Who rummaged through the trash and supposedly killed a number of local pets? Oh, what the and shit! And then the phantom kangaroos were gone as quickly and mysteriously as it appeared. I have never heard that story, man. I found that just by pure chance, and I typed in weird shit in Minnesota. Boom. That is crazy. But the funny thing is, it was like on the second page. You know, like everybody just doesn't go past the second page. Right. I went to the second page, and it's like phantom kangaroos. I'm like, click. That's weird. I want that now. Oh, Give me that. <laughs> what is this thing here? Fill my gray matter with this weird shit. Oh my god, dude, that is just crazy. It 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 makes me think like like the Tom and Jerry cartoons where they have the little baby kangaroo and he thinks it's a giant mouse and shit. Or was yeah. it uh, Sylvester? That's what I'm thinking. Like a bunch of these got out and oh, that's crazy as hell. I have never heard that story. Yeah, but this is not the only place they've been sighted either. We're really? gonna go to, we're gonna hit some other states. Arian kangaroos have been spotted in America dating back to ni- 1899. Whoa. They've been sighted from Minnesota to California to New Jersey and to North Carolina. There are a few grainy pictures floating around and even some police reports, but no animal living or dead has ever been recovered. What the hell, man? Yeah. Coast to coast, and I have not heard that. Mm -hmm. Of course, the most popular explanation of sightings of the wild kangaroos in North America is mistaken identity. Deer run rampant in many areas of our country, and they're very similar to size. That's a bullshit. Yeah, that's not quite accurate anyone who's been to a goddamn zoo knows the difference between a kangaroo and a deer deer. yeah even back then man but deer do bear vague resemblance to a kangaroo from the neck up yeah that's it that is it i mean deer will get up on their hind legs and kick around but it's doesn't look anything like a kangaroo hopping around tearing this article goes on to explain that too deer are also capable of rearing up on their back legs for very short periods of time Though to see one to do so is rare. Whitetail jump and bound quite capably, of course, but they do not hop on their hind legs, and one would think it would be easy to spot the difference. Oh, Doi. yeah. Yeah. Wow. There is a few other, there's only one other marsupial in North America, if I remember right. I think that's a possum. Yeah. Yeah. The, as far as I know, it's that's the, the only the marsupial. Only one yeah. I know. A lot of the series go into like, they must have escaped from zoos, but I don't. I think something oh, like man. that. I don't know, man. That seems like covering that much range over yeah. that long a period of time. It would have had to have been a lot of kangaroos, and at some point, somebody would have seen a goddamn kangaroo. You know, because mm-hmm. it's not like they they exactly just go off to die. They're 
basically giant pests in Australia. I mean, it's they act like giant rats that just get into everything. Oh yeah. Except they're massive and and could they, they're tear the shit possums are good. They like eating up. They eat wood ticks. They eat like quite a few, and Let's I see. have no problem. Now possums are some. I what were you just talking about? Uh, the kangaroos. Oh, I thought you were talking about possums. No, man, no possums. I did not realize we had possums around this area until probably like 15 years ago when I found a dead one out in the road outside my house. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Someone hit a cat. That looks a cat like a with mange. <laughs> why? Why is there a possum? How the hell do we have possums here? Oh yeah, no, they, they live here. Oh well, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there, there again, here's an animal that's living around us. They're, the they're nocturnal. Possums yeah. are extremely and nocturnal. And I had no idea for how many years of living here that they were there. And the first time I ever seen a possum was in Louisiana. And the things are vicious. They're, oh, well, yeah. they may not be vicious, but they're ugly. They're, 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 they're mean ugly. when they get cornered. They're, I, oh, I yeah. love possums, man. They're just so ugly. I love them. Dude, they're just great. What an awesome animal. That's why you love me, right, man? Right? Yeah. The little face. Well, let's finish off Minnesota with the world-famous... Wendigo. Ooh. If you ever spent time in northern Minnesota, you may have heard the Wendigo. This supernatural creature prowls the thick forest looking for, looking to feast on human flesh. He is often described as gigantic, up to 15 feet tall, and some say too thin to be seen from the side. But when you view, his he- when you view him head on, you'll be met with horror. The legends derive from similar Native American tales, but you have to wonder if so many people tell the same story, could it be a, a kernel of truth? Right. Uh, Wendigo is one of those things... That my son, the redhead, believes in, but doesn't believe right. in Bigfoot. Doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Man, I, I got to believe there's something to it. Uh, whether it's an actual physical creature, I tend more towards the, the supernatural spirit. And See, the I, 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 I. Go ahead, sorry. No, that's. I would have to agree now, it's a, right now, the Wendigo is a supernatural creature yes. because I put it more in the class personally of a Tolpa, which is oh. a thought form. Right, because right, right. I think the First Nations people use that Wendigo like they do with every story they have in their oral history as a way of teaching a lesson. Right, right. Because if you eat human flesh, you can look this up if you want to see how people people actually eat a lot of lawn pork. And you actually go crazy, and your body yeah. does shuts down after so many days of eating this. And I think that possibly could have happened to the First Nations oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just a moral story, but now people got this into their head since this legend came out right. and that so many people have thought about it, like the slender man he's yes. a new creation in the world and it's basically a thought form that people think about so much it actually pops into yeah, existence it, it becomes real by the fact of people believing that it could be real yes uh, I, actually if you want to watch a good movie about say like the wendigo mm-hmm. ravenous Oh, that's awesome! Uh, it's, and then it's basically a Wendigo story. Yeah, it's it's but but there's no film. basically it's about yeah, cannibals, it's, but yeah. The, yeah, it's like how the, the spirit, you have to watch this movie Raz, yeah, Ra- Ravenous. It's Ravenous. set like back in the 1800s, like during late 1800s in a fort yep. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's basically a Wendigo story of yep. the spirit. Taking and it's a over good, it's, it's a gory it's movie, a but it's good. good. So. But yeah, that always every time I hear Wendigo, I think back that, and I'm just like, yep. see, and that's how I look at it. Is it's once you hit that, your brain, something takes over. Yeah. You know, and you are no longer yourself. Yes. Uh, but no, we were talking uh, local urban legends. Oh, yeah. But this was before Marty's like, oh, there's stuff goes on here in Watertown. And I'm yeah. like, bullshit. I've, heard, uh, I've lived here for all. Oh, I've heard that, but. It, it's one of those that uh, has been passed down, I think, from kid to kid to kid. Older kid hears it. 
their younger brother hears it, they tell their friends, and it goes. I mean, it's it. It was a legend when I was a small kid. Uh, Mullet House basically uh, the first governor of South Dakota. Uh, his last name was Mullet. He, he was from Watertown, and his yeah, it was home, school grade school named after him. Oh too, yeah. So. But yeah, he's uh his home up here is still preserved. It's actually yep. a museum you can go through. Not super huge. Cool little building. Everything is like it was 1880s. Yep. Really cool. But there has always been this rumor that has gone through grade schools with kids and generation after generation around here growing up was that there's there's a window up in the tower section of it mm-hmm. where if you go up there... And well, we should explain this tower section. Back in older houses, they used to have... Uh, like, if you look at houses, most houses you think of as squares. Yeah. This house is like a rectangle, but in one corner it has like a half a sphere. It's called yes. a sunroom, and yep. it goes from the first story up to the second up story. To the second. Yeah, it lets light in so they don't have to burn as much gas yep. or whatever, kerosene. But yeah, the the, uh, the legend as I heard it in like 83 or whatever when I was a small lad was that uh, if you went up there after midnight, sometimes the light up in that room would be turned on and you would see a body swinging from a noose. Yeah, Even no, though now that you no mention it. Yeah, of anybody killing themselves. Yeah, but it's one of those, and I think a lot of towns have have their own little urban legend of oh, the the house down there that's abandoned. That oh, the witch lived there. People disappeared. Yeah. Well, if you really dig into it, it's like no, the old lady died, and nobody took the house. Yeah, and it fell into abandonment. Yeah, but, you know, I think most places have, not just Midwest, but everywhere has has their own. Every town has that little local town, legend. Little urban Unless, legend. I don't think Stockholm has things. anything like that. Stockholm has its own weird stuff. It doesn't need more. It's just got its own little weird vibe. It does. It really does. Unless you like the town of Troy that has like two people living yeah. in it. Yeah. That's it's kinda creepy. Yeah. And and not to shoot shade at, at Minnesota. But have you ever driven through like Sleepy Eye, Minnesota in on a weekend? I thought that was a beer. Oh, they, they make Sleepy Eye. Is that like northern Minnesota? It's southern Minnesota actually. Oh. Uh, it is I, I think it got famous to some extent because it was used a lot in the Little House on the Prairie. Oh, okay. Sleepy Eye. Yeah. But that town, man, it is it is a weird place. Me and a friend were going through there like on a Sunday afternoon, middle of summer, coming back from Minneapolis. Going through the town, there is nobody out. I mean, people live there, but like this is middle of summer, like August. No kids out playing. Nobody out, no dogs out. The town was like a fucking scary ghost town. Yeah, we're just driving through. We're like, oh, this is, oh, sleepy eye. Okay. This. Everybody was sleepy. Oh. That's why they got the name of the town. Yeah. Everybody was just sleepy all the time. You just had that, that feeling that the curtains were just turning down as soon as you walked, as you drove by. And it was just the eeriest. I was like, dude, we had to get out of here. I just, children of the corn feeling, man. Like, nobody's out here. That's Iowa. You can't take that away I from know. Iowa. Come on. But I was just like. Dude, we gotta go. This place is creepy. There was, yeah, it's like Sunday afternoon in, in the middle of summer. Everybody was at church. Yeah, just got from church. They had a big meal and they were sleepy. Oh, Their eyes eyes got sleepy. That's how they got named uh, Sleepy like Eye. I said, I, I, I'm not trying to shoot shoot shade down on that town, man, but the one time I was through there, I was just creeped so much out. I was just like, no, man, we gotta get out of Sleepy Eye. We gotta get the hell out of Minnesota. <laughs> it's too damn weird for me. Yeah. So since we're done bashing the other states, <laughs> we're not really bashing. We're just no, having man, fun. fun. We're just not making fun of anybody. Have you got anything else? I'll finish out our episode with our famous quote. I honestly got nothing this week, man. It's a, I think it was a fun episode. Oh, yeah. It was a good episode. Go from here. All right. Like the old saying goes, fuck normal. 
Normal has never won a goddamn thing. Bye. Oh, my God.